Welcome to Tesla Talks. I'm your host, Tiana. I'll be interviewing high achievers, influential leaders, and those with powerful stories. Tune in, buckle up. We're about to go zero to 100 real quick. Okay, guys, welcome to Tesla Talks. Today, we're on a road trip with my new bestie. She is so fun. I'm so excited for you to meet her. Jess, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. This is definitely a first (laughs) for me to be recording in a car. And it does just feel like we're just hanging out as best friends. And yeah, you're you're fun to hang out with. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is so fun to finally hang out because I feel like it's just a party whenever I see you online with your team, especially at Mixers, you guys. It's always a party, and I love that. And I'm always like, so uh, I'm just going to like... You want a job? Uh, I'll just like maybe like sneak through the back door or something to one of your events, but You're it's always welcome a fun time. to come anytime to anything. Oh my gosh, wait. That's, we like, are, the, that's we, like the key to the kingdom. That's like the golden ticket. You are welcome. <laughs> Seriously. You can oh come to gosh. the office and hang out. It's a good time there. I, good I vibes all will. the time. If you see me walk in, I'm just going to be like, hey guys. We love visitors. Have you seen that one TikTok trend where like the, the Thanksgiving trend where like, I'm going home and there's my valet and he's yeah. my daddy. <laughs> and I just like, I walk into mixers and like, what's up girl? Like, I'll come bring on the down. charcuterie and... We, um, we actually have a little, my personal stash, which honestly is kind of dented. Like I've got We got to restock hand. that, love. I know. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I will get you covered. You this know, was hey, not provided by, by Mixers. No, I literally it's... brought it because I was like, <laughs> we're not having this road I'm trip sure without it. I'm sure I can it. rummage up a bunch of stuff <laughs> in my car. I'm like a moving Mixers shop all the time. Oh my, my gosh, that's amazing. So are you going to like wrap your... Wrap your Tesla pink. I, I I've been waiting. Like I I feel like I should. We have a pink Jeep that I just gifted the team. Really? A couple months ago. Oh, it's so fun. And it's so cute. And it's like our own little mixers Barbie Jeep. I haven't gotten it yet in me to wrap my my car. Pink. Oh my gosh! Is it kind of like the Mojo Dojo Casa? What, <laughs> what is? It well, I just I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, sometimes you just don't want to be driving around in a pink car, maybe. Well, I just think that, like, if you're going to be in traffic, might as well be partying. Yeah, know? that's true. That, if, is, if that were, is true. If I were driving, I'd be like, yeah, I'd, like, yeah. have, like, Cindy Lauper, like, blasting out the window. I'm like, guys, we're here. We are here. <laughs> okay, well, I'll be waiting for you to come down and hang out at the office. Okay, it won't be long. I So is today good? <laughs> yeah, let's just go right from here. Okay, perfect. Um. I'm going to be your passenger princess. We'll just park this. The car drives itself. We'll just have it, like, take it out or something. Yep, yep. Perfect. Um, so I am so excited for you to be on the podcast because I, one, have been one of many, many, many people who have been inspired by you and have mm-hmm. been just so, you know, having a blast watching you and your business thrive and you as a person. I love the energy that you have in every room that you walk through. Aww. I remember our first interaction that we ever had, and I just loved that you are really for the girls. Like, I, you say that, like, people say that, but no, you really are for the <laughs> girls. I see how you lead your company. I see how you lead. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> what did I come here for? <laughs> no, but Thank genuinely, you. and I, um, I, love to take this opportunity in the podcast to let people really get to know 
our guests, and mm-hmm. right now you're my passenger queen. Mm-hmm. Why do we call it princess? We are queens. Yeah, we are queens. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so like tell people about mixers. I yeah. can't wait for them to find out about it. So mixers is my business that I started four years ago. Four years ago? Yeah. That blows my mind, actually. Four years ago. Like, genuinely blown. Like, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. But the reason why mixers, like, is such a personal passion, Uh I think it's always good for people to find, like, found their businesses based off of a personal need. Just because the passion goes so much further. And you are very passionate about your business. I am. I am. I cry about my business, like good tears, because I just feel like so much purpose behind it. And we have a huge mission. It is my baby. Yeah. Um, and I also shed stressful tears for sure. Oh, There's I'm sure. Like all, all the feelings. Everything that comes with it. Yeah. But years ago, I'm sure many women that are listening to this will relate. Years ago when I was postpartum with my twins, I have the cutest nine-year-old identical twin Stop. girls. Stop. Oh my they're gosh. So they're adorable. They're yeah. precious. They are. They really are. <laughs> So when I was postpartum with them, I breastfed for quite a while. And then when I stopped, when my cycles returned, I had mm-hmm. never experienced anything like it. I mean, like hormonally? Yeah. Yep. Every wow. symptom from like menstrual migraines to really heavy flow to just major bloating, cramping, just it was impacting so many weeks out of every month. It was oh, like two wow. full weeks every month. Mm-hmm. And I just felt so frustrated by it. And I started trying all these different solutions. I had cystic acne, so I was spending so much money on skincare treatments and facials and all those things. And then I was changing my birth control nonstop. But then different symptoms come with changing your birth control. And I was just like, I had had it. I had had it. I felt so miserable. And I was talking to all these women in my life because I'm a pretty open book. Yeah. And I was just talking to all these women and they all felt very similar. Or mm-hmm. had felt similar before and then were feeling better but didn't know why. Right, but that's like such a normal thing and uh-huh. it feels so isolating. It does feel isolating. And you all, one thing that women I like always relate to also is like mm-hmm. you already know like the mood swings or like yeah. the menstrual migraines. Like mm-hmm. You already know how you're feeling. Yeah. And then like that shame that comes when people are like, are you in your period or something? And you're like, I already feel absolutely miserable and it's even like, worse when it's coming from another woman you're like girl uh-huh oh like, yeah. you should like this is like we're in this together right yeah. yeah so after having a couple years of trying to solve for this I finally had a conversation with a woman named Cody we love Cody we love Cody she's so she's so great <laughs> and she challenged me to try a different approach she mm-hmm. let me know that this was actually like my hormones were imbalanced which no one had told me and I didn't know. I just like didn't know what was going on with my body. This feels like the part of a movie where like like character act- actualization. Yeah, and you're like, aha. <laughs> and then everyone's like, whoa, wait. That's the moment. Everything changes. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah. So she asked me, she's like, Will you try something different? Will you try a different approach? And I'm like, I will try anything. At this point. I yeah. will try <laughs> anything. And so she was making in her home this all natural concoction of herbs and oh wow yep she's a holistic health practitioner and so she gave me a ziploc baggie full of gel capsules that she had made on her own she would stuff gel capsules oh my gosh oh yeah she was just like we're gonna make this happen i this is this is what you need yeah so she had helped herself and her daughter with this formula 
And then she gave it to me and it, she was like, I want you to be consistent with this for 90 days, which I don't know if you relate to this. I for sure do. I absolutely want an overnight fix. Like when something's bothering me, I'm like, like, tell me how to fix it and I want it tomorrow. And so she told me, she's like, this is a different approach. You have to commit to this. You need to use these daily. You need to work with your body. And so I committed. Yeah. And within the first month, I had already felt a lot of my symptoms subside. Within the second month, I had no cystic acne. And then the third month, I had a menstrual cycle that just like came and went. And I just felt like a new human. Yeah. And that's when I went to Cody. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm not into holistic health. Like I didn't have the education like she did. Yeah. But I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. And it helped me so much. We have to make this something that's accessible for Mm -hmm. all the women that I was talking to that were struggling with their health as well. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just help the women around us. Yeah. And then that idea has evolved and it's become mixers. And that product that she helped me so much with personally became her time. And uh, yeah, now we have 14 different products. That's incredible. Yeah, it's been really fun. Oh, my gosh. That is like so powerful when you can have the courage to go through a major change in your life. Obviously that was taking up so much of like your emotional well-being and your physical and I'm mm-hmm. sure it was affecting every other area of your life. Mm-hmm. Health really does kind of determine how things go where everywhere else in our life. Yes. Yeah. Well, and along with it, like I had, so I had a son also, like Mm -hmm. I have a son that's older and I didn't struggle after I had him. It was after my twins. So I have these three kids Mm -hmm. that as a mom, you already feel all this pressure to like do a good job as their mom and show up and do all the fun things and be on the go. And I just felt awful. And it's, I love that through mixers, we're helping women like get their life back. (sighs) They're thriving again. They're finding their energy again. They're not dealing with these symptoms that like no one can see, but they're in so much pain. And so that's so incredibly fulfilling to own a business where women are writing in and just sharing their heart about how much relief they feel. Yes, physically from the physical ailments, but then the emotional weight they were carrying of like this, their periods impacting how they were showing up or how they were, how their moods were for relationships and like all the the other uh, stresses that we have. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's so many things expected of, of all all of us. We have so Mm -hmm. many expectations in life and I feel like it's just like so important to have grace for ourselves. Yeah. And like you were saying, like you're just feeling so like affected where you couldn't show up the way you wanted to and you couldn't be the person you want to for your family or for other ways in your life. And I feel like, like, I think it's so important to like be kind to ourselves mm-hmm. and to treat her or him yourself like as like someone that you really love. Mm-hmm. And I just I think also one thing that I really admire about you is and the brand is that there is a destigmatizing part about this brand around menstrual or women's health and Mm -hmm. I think that like we're all humans and Mm -hmm. I think like I'll admit that I as a woman like realize that there are so many things that um are so normal about just 
ourselves that Mm -hmm. like shouldn't ever be like something we can't talk about with other Mm -hmm. people especially with other women I feel like um it harbors so much guilt which is really not like it's just a part of us you know like but I feel like with anything I think that this also applies to the men listening too we're like um it's so important to uh, also think about your health and think about mm-hmm. just humans. Like all humans need to prioritize their health and like how they can show up best for the people in their life. Yeah. And then also like have empathy for both sides because, you know, like we go through a lot. Men go through a lot. Yeah. And we all have like we could totally go into that conversation. But well, I feel like, um, yeah, we're all humans. We all have needs and there's just... Um, like there is women empowerment, but there's also like just empowerment. Like I agree. And I think something fun to talk about <clears throat> is you talked about there being these topics that mm-hmm. are just kind of, they carry shame or yeah. guilt or embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And we do all have them. We mm-hmm. all struggle with these emotions and Our feelings. personal <clears throat> list of like, okay, we've been programmed yeah. not to go into that. Dr- like, yeah. don't go there. No zone. Yeah. And something that was so eye-opening for me with Mixers was we launched a product for women struggling with low libido. Mm -hmm. And when we came up with the concept, we had all these women that were feeling the benefits of her time, helping them with their PMS symptoms, Mm -hmm. that they were coming to us and saying, okay, you've helped my PMS symptoms. Can you help me with my libido? Like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm not showing up in my relationship, Mm -hmm. but like... I love them, but I just don't have that sex drive. Mm-hmm. And there was just so much like pain for women because the assumption is that women just don't like sex, right? That's like, like the yeah, assumption well, is like, oh, women just don't want to be having sex when in fact, women want to have that intimacy as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And when our bodies just are not filling well, it's going it's the the desire is going to be lacking, but the point I wanted to talk about with empowerment is yes mixers is like a female owned female run we love it super like (laughs) girl power business however we have loved feeling so supported by men that want women feeling better as well oh so so we have yeah we have had countless amounts of men reach out and ask, what is the best way to get these products to my wife or for my daughters in a way that doesn't make them feel embarrassed that I'm buying them these products? Because it's like yeah. you buy someone her time. You're like, so this is for like your you're trying PMS. to like tell like, yeah, you're moody. To fix you or, or you're, even. Yeah. And it's like it can yeah. feel. But the men, they're truly like, I mean, the sweetest messages, the sweetest emails. And then it turns into the sweetest testimonials from these yeah. men that are like. I care so deeply about my wife or I am oh. so concerned about my daughters and how yeah. can I help them? And how do you guys recommend that I, pr- you know, all of that. Yeah. And then it turns into, okay, I bought them this product. It's changed their life. It's changed my life. Yeah. We're thriving in our home. You know, those sort of things that like, I love, that. I love that there are so many men that are curious about women's health. Yeah. And there are so many men that realize all of the ailments that women can like face through hormone health and Mm -hmm. they want to be supportive. And so it's been really empowering for us at Mixers to also feel that like from men, they, they want to see women feel better through. Yeah. Just feel better in general, but also they want to have women feel better through the business and the products that we offer. 
Oh my gosh. I love that. And I was so curious about that because, um, I know there's like so many ways with different people who could be in this, the creative spearhead position of this Mm -hmm. company or even like, like industry brands. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, I love the approach because the world is made up of men and women. That is the population. Mm-hmm. And women affect our community. And I feel like what I'm trying to say is that I love how this brand is blessing communities as a whole. Because mm-hmm. when you when you help a woman or if you help a man, you help anybody. I feel like their power of influence mm-hmm. is insane like and when you empower one person there's so much good that they could do yeah there's so much good that they can offer their communities their families um which just goes into like when you take control of your healing of whatever it is if it's you know taking the time to really heal from emotional Things that need to be um, cared for mm-hmm. um, or just like self-care, mm-hmm. like a regular routine self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that when you take power over your yourself by taking care of yourself, I feel like you're really offering the world and the people around you who you care about the most your best self. And don't you feel like it's a hard concept for women to really grasp that it's not selfish to put yourself oh, absolutely. first? Absolutely. Because the amount of people that every single woman has depending on them. Right. It's, it's a lot. Astronomical. Yeah. Like per woman, so many people depend on her nurturing, her showing up, her being dependent, mm-hmm. all of the things. And how can a woman function for all of those people on an empty tank? And I know you, this is something <laughs> that I really struggled with, like once I had kids, mm-hmm. was feeling like I just, to be a good mom, I have to be completely selfish, selfless, sorry, mm-hmm. and like give all of me to these beautiful kids, which still is true. However, I can't offer like the best of me if I'm not also taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And so relearning that I can prioritize my health. I can have an exercise routine. I can be nurtured in friendships. I can spend time in relationships that help build me or lift me or support me. Absolutely. And then you can show up for all the people that are dependent on you. And like as kids, yes, they add so much value to your life, but Mm -hmm. it requires a lot of energy and it's very straining. Yep. And you want to do it. A mother is like, it's the greatest You want to give, yeah. But you can't pour from an empty cup. And I think something that I've really learned as a mom and had to really even remind myself of through mixers Mm -hmm. is like I can't show up for all these people if I'm not slowing down to like remember to take care of myself and Mm -hmm. I have burned out a couple times through forgetting to take care of myself you mentioned that there were some different times in your life that you uh 
you felt guilt over having these symptoms and having difficulty managing and mm-hmm. navigating, just feeling like you're alone in this. Like, was there any time growing up that you f- can pinpoint where that thought or like the belief of what you were thinking about the situation through your perspective, where that might have rooted from? Or have you been told mm-hmm. before um, experiences that how you've been? Uh, I think it's actually that I I think this is common for women <clears throat> is it's that no one does talk about it. I was never told to not talk about it it's that you're experiencing all of these changes to your body or all these symptoms and they're not all good symptoms and I think that that's the point is that you start to feel alone and you feel isolated in these health issues or emotional issues or you know mom struggles or something because it feels like No one really talks about it. Mm -hmm. And so then if no one talks about it, I must be the only one that's experiencing this hardship. And since no one's talking about it, I'm not going to like put the weight of my burdens on anyone Mm -hmm. else or help or have other people feel weird about what I'm going through. And so I think that's the issue is that there isn't communication around yeah I think I do I do truly feel like even since I've started mixers there's been a shift in the wind which has been amazing because when I first started we really never saw anyone talking about periods on social media Mm -hmm. honestly when I saw Kara we love Mm -hmm. Kara Mm -hmm. um, and that was the first introduction I had to mixers yeah and I was like admittedly I'll admit and we're completely we as in me I'm trying to be as transparent and real and relatable as possible Mm -hmm. I'll admit that I've had that shame where I'm like I would never post that online Mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that you do yeah and I would now but I at the time which was like a couple years ago Mm -hmm. um how quickly I'm like your like star like example of how it's changed my perspective Mm -hmm. and given me permission to talk about it because I was like Wait, that's wait. I'm, I'm people don't talk about that, even yeah. if they're not like on social media. But that's social media. That's like everyone's seeing it, and I'm so glad everyone's seeing it. But it's like I recognize that guilt in myself, where I'm yeah. like guilt for someone else talking about it. But it's just conditioning with like having a lack of communication or a lack of like openness. I think that like just it's just wild to me. It's wild to me how like half hmm. the population is women. I know. And how, we're how just many now, billions? How many billions? I and we're just now talking about what women are experiencing. Which with really their, is just like well being. It's really just like also emotional. this this is something that I just love. Tell me. Is when women use their social media platforms to talk about mixers, but not just talk about the products. When they say or share, I need this product because I'm experiencing a, B, C, D symptoms mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are that are very personal details yeah, yeah. that are very intimate. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people could be like, ooh, why would you share that? 
I love it because women are choosing to share that. And then they let us know that they are having the highest engagement that they've ever had because in, instead of it being, ooh, women are like, thank you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Thanks mm-hmm. for talking about this because, A, I thought I was the only one that felt that. Or, yeah. B, I've never heard someone else feel the exact same as me. Or I didn't know there was a solution. I've just been struggling and feeling like I had nothing to help myself. You know, so yeah. it's like women are so responsive to women choosing to be vulnerable about health topics. I love that. And it's it's really... Why is it embarrassing? Why is it embarrassing? Who decided that? Who decided that? <laughs> it's, it's not. It's just not. It's something you're experiencing. It's something that, yeah. Anyway, and I, I feel like that can be applied to, sure, mixers having period products. Also, it can be applied to just life. Mm-hmm. Why exactly. is, like, personal things you're going through. Being vulnerable. Or, but, like. Yeah, why it's not embarrassing. It's like I I'm struggling with these things. Your struggles may be different, but why can't we just see each other as humans truly mm-hmm. doing our best? Yeah. Neither of us may be thriving in the struggles, but we can support each other in making it through them. And you know, oh, anyway, absolutely. so I just I feel like people um I just appreciate people that allow you to feel loved and cared for when you're yeah, being vulnerable. And you're one of those people. Oh. I think it's evident. <laughs> I hope it's so. evident because yes, giving people permission, I think there's so much power in social media. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, the reason why this podcast is even here came from a personal place mm-hmm. where I felt that my story was something that needed to be shared because mm-hmm. it wasn't serving as many people as it could have by keeping it to myself. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew this, um, but I was in a five month coma and I came out of it just feeling this strong, heavy, not burden. I feel like that's the opposite direction of how it what I'm trying to imply is that just a really heavy responsibility to to make the best out of the time that I have and to make the biggest impact. Yeah. And I think uh, there are so many stories to be told, but I obviously feel like I want to share other people's stories. But um, I have so many things in my life and I know every person listening to this has so much to share. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully this inspires people to share their story, but people don't realize that we are so similar. There are so many people on this podcast. We have so many different walks of life, different Mm -hmm. backgrounds, different businesses, people who have businesses, people who don't have businesses, Mm -hmm. people who are um, mothers, people who don't have kids. Mm -hmm. And yet there's something so beautiful about this podcast or even just what we see from the podcast is that we can see that consistently people have so much in common. Yeah. While on the outside, on social media or whatever visual appearance, there seems to be perspective wise or perceived that we have so much in common. We're all human. We mm-hmm. all go through so many similarities. I was having this conversation with some friends not too long ago about Mm -hmm. social media and Uh how like sometimes 
people take social media and they're like so frustrated by it because they're like, everyone just shows just the perfect stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it feels so fake and it feels, you know, all these things. But I feel like I don't necessarily like when things are, when things are hard, I like need a place to go to where Mm -hmm. I am seeing people enjoying themselves or finding their hobbies or sharing cute things about their kids. Like I'm needing the like uplifting content and then yeah, I do appreciate people being real and authentic, but like, I I feel like instead of looking at social media as like, oh, it's so fake, it's like know that every single person, every person, has more to them than what you're seeing them mm-hmm. sharing in, you know, a sliver of their day. Yeah. And instead of finding it like obnoxious that someone's sharing like their wins or their happy moments or mm-hmm. something, yeah, be like, I feel like I've had this shift of like I wonder what else they face today Mm -hmm. and like how great that they had this good moment today because I I know that that's yeah I know that that's been me like I've I've heard like I've heard people think that like I'm so fake or that I'm I don't know and that's like so just because I don't choose to share every last bit of my story Uh on a social media platform Mm mm-hmm and I do share my cute kids and I share the fun that I'm having at mixers like and I share, you know, the the friends and things like that. It's like it that's not my whole it's not my whole it's story. Whole it's yeah. the highlights. Mm-hmm. And I think when you can shift towards thinking of like everyone has a lot. Everyone has a weight that they're carrying yeah. and like celebrating wins with them and knowing like they have more to them too. Oh, I love that. Because I, I have heard about people, I think over Friendsgiving, I think there are some people who are like, oh, I actually don't have Instagram. I think we were talking about something on Instagram. And they're like, I actually chose to not be on Instagram, which there could be pros to not being on yeah. social media as much. Sure, I, I'll respect that. But I feel like the reason why they didn't want to be on social media was because they felt really bad and it caused inner reflection of insecurities that they would have had because they don't look like so-and-so they don't mm. look like Alex Earl they don't look like mm. certain people who are perceived to be they're beautiful mm-hmm. um but it made them feel um a little insecure about themselves and I love that perspective I love that because now I'm gonna think about it like that which I do but mm-hmm. even more now I feel like just knowing that everyone has life like yeah. we or all humans having a life experience and no mm-hmm. matter where you're at, whatever mm-hmm. things that are perceived to be like better or, you know, privileged or less privileged or whatever you would consider better than mm-hmm. your situation. I feel like, yeah, like we all have, we all have the same um, mix of things that are that are challenging, that mm-hmm. are happy. And I love seeing things now with an eye like, oh my gosh, like that's incredible that they did that. Like, and I'm so happy that they posted it so that I can celebrate with them. Yeah. Like that's so cool. Well, and if there like if there are things about people that are hard for you to see, I, I feel like everyone has the power to follow, unfollow, block. You know, you have certain controls to like help mm-hmm. help keep social media a positive space for you. Totally. Yeah, I also think that we were just talking with one of our past guests before this, and she was saying that everything you need 
to be happy and to reach your goals is all in you. It's mm. all inside you. Aww. And I love that because I was like, I personally, when I see people just killing it on Instagram, yeah. I'm watching you and I'm like watching other people. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that means that this is possible. Wait, that means mm-hmm. that I can achieve that. That means that someone out there has done it. Mm-hmm. And that to me is inspiring because I'm like, okay, um, someone just we know who it is like they decided to invent a car that drives itself mm-hmm. um we have someone on the moon okay we have somebody who has you know done incredible things like um changing perspective on like ideas societies changing cultures mm-hmm. they've done it mm-hmm. it's possible it, or like when i see people with a jet i'm like it's possible mm-hmm. it's a possibility and that's all i need and I'm like, well, they're humans. And I know, like, they could come from any range of background. And there's a lot of people mm-hmm. listening to this who have a dream or look at something and they think with a limiting belief, they must, you know, they talk themselves out of it. They think, mm-hmm. oh, well, they must have really good genes. <laughs> oh, they must have, like, a really, like, a lot of support in numerous different ways to have gotten that. And they really talk themselves out of why they can't, why they could do it. And I think like for you with like mixers, I feel like I'm sure you're like, I tried everything mm-hmm. and it might've been hard. Like I'm, I've never experienced um, like severe acne or gratefully, mm-hmm. <laughs> gratefully. Um, uh, I feel like that must be really, really hard to go through. But seeing it online, you're like, oh my gosh, well, it's a filter. A lot of people have filters and it's, I don't know. It feels like we're the only ones going through it, but really we're, I don't know. We all have our thing. Yeah. But we also have so much potential for equal happiness or even more. Like we just have to get it. Well, for me, like when I see women that have obtained success, attained Mm -hmm. obtained whatever (laughs) success or or men um but for me I'm like very very empowered by female founders female CEOs like because I just I'm having to learn I'm like I'm having to learn everything just as I'm going and when I see success I I feel like it's so motivating because instead of me at all feeling like jealousy or I don't know, just the naked, like the icky feelings. That, yeah. I'm like so motivated by yeah. seeing success because Same. for me, it's if they can, I can too. And then yeah. I want women to feel if I can, they can too. Oh, yeah. So that's like how I'm like the ripple there, effect. Yes. It's like there is more than enough opportunity and success to go around. And especially like, yeah, I think it's motivating to see what people have accomplished. Yeah. Because if they've accomplished this great thing, then there's opportunity for me to do my great thing. And I love what you said. Like, I feel like everyone has their own unique innate skill set mm-hmm. and their own talents that are like just solely for them. Oh, and absolutely. I feel like you have found your gifts. I have found some of my gifts. Yeah. And it's so fun to see people like step into their oh, gifts totally. and like turn it into something and have Mm -hmm. them capture it and know that it's 
you know, that they're special. Oh my gosh. This is like one of the moments that I love about this podcast. Just from a selfish perspective that I sit here just like, because I want to learn. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to know what, you know, I love seeing how, how we all have something special to offer mm-hmm. our stories, our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's so good. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many people out there who are like, Oh yeah. Like starting a huge business, a big successful business. Oh, a podcast. Like, why like who am I to even like dream that big like how dare I or like my family would like not even like think I could do that I can't do that it's like literally why not you that's the best part is like the only person that you need to believe in you is yourself Mm -hmm. and there can be a lot of people that are like in the background being like, all right, I'm going to sit back and watch her fail. Like, I'm sure she won't be able to do it. And it's not going to make you not try. Like, as long as you have that in yourself, I know that like, yeah, I think there's power in you being the one that believes in you. And it feels great. It's very encouraging to have cheerleaders or have people like, I think it's so impactful for us to have people Mm -hmm. that, are rooting for us or do want our success or do, you know, celebrate victories with us. Mm-hmm. But if that's no one, if someone's like, but I don't even have one person, like I have this concept or I have this idea or I have a goal. Yeah. I want to run a marathon and like no one believes you'll be able to do it. It's like, really, if you decide you're going to do it, then freaking go do it. And why not? Why not? And why not you? Mm-hmm. Oh, the power of belief is so, so powerful. Yeah. You really have everything in here. If you believe you can do something, I, I'm a little delusional, when I, <laughs> admittedly, in what I know will happen with my goals, mm-hmm. with my life. And I'm 100% okay with not being understood. Are you delusional or are you intuitive? I jokingly say delusional, but I'm very intuitive with, um, with personally with my connection with God, because I understand Mm -hmm. that he understands the vision for my life and where I'm going. And I'm okay with not a single person understanding that vision. And I'm okay with being a hundred percent, um, misunderstood. I'm okay. With that. Me too. Because I am so centered in myself and who I am and what I want out of life. And I know it's when I have my vision focused on that, I feel like that is where, um, like, you're only going to be going to the best places. You're only going to be the best yeah. person. Um, did you ever feel in your journey that there was a moment where you felt alone, where you felt mm. like, you know, that's a very common thing for entrepreneurs yeah. where you just, like, feel like you're you must be the only person feeling this way and like mm-hmm. when things just don't go your your way because I know there are times yeah where things aren't always Instagrammable you know yeah uh I feel like I've had a few like pivotal moments that I have 
like struggled with feeling alone and having to find my way out of it and find my solutions. Like I spent 12 years living in Europe. Really? Where? And so Spain, Italy, Turkey, and Russia. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, it was so it was so cool. It was so fun. It's where I had my kids. Um, and so along with it being such a cool adventure and like some mm-hmm. of the great like greatest memories I have. Yeah. There was a lot of hard because we were like moving. I'm gonna make a mixer as well. I tell oh my you gosh, this story. Can I, can I? Yeah, let's do it. I might need your help. Hold my you, bottle girl. so I can squeeze yeah. and twist. Look at this. Look at this. Like girls supporting girls. Girls, I love it. Um, so mm-hmm. I've had a few times like moving and <laughs> it's so funny to do this thing. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Um, yeah, but I would show up to a new country. No friends, no support system, and, like, have to figure out what my new routine was going to be, how to make any friends, what school my kids would go to, all the things. So I definitely struggled in those years while also being incredibly grateful for the experiences. Oh, totally. Then, sorry, is this really loud? Now we need to do like a big loud. Oh yeah. (laughs) We're gonna go viral. We're gonna go viral (laughs) for that. That was some good ASMR. Um, but you mentioned if I've ever like had a time I've been lonely as a founder. Yes. And I feel like I'll probably start to cry. Um, so while we mentioned, I'll cry. I'm gonna take a drink so I don't cry too hard. You can cry. Seriously. So I feel like I'm the same with mixers where like I, I know for myself like what goals I'm going for. I believe in myself. I believe in the team. I believe in the company I've built. Like you have to push yourself to like great lengths to achieve like lofty goals. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do it at a pace that's like really uncomfortable too. And Like, I have had times in growing my business that, like, have been very lonely because I, like you mentioned, like, I have been very misunderstood. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like as a mom, like, women oftentimes, like, you're not as good of a mom if you, like, also want to step outside of mom, like, Mm -hmm. motherhood and, like, chase some other things you aspire to be as well. And so, like, I feel like living a life that I'm a very hungry, driven CEO, it's, like, then you're kind of taken out of, like, this woman that cares about her kids and, like, wants to be a nurturing, caring mother. And you're, like, put in a category of, like, a woman that must care more about these goals and achievements and, like, doesn't spend time with her kids. Like, and it's just, it's so hard to fill that when like for me the reason to like achieve great things with mixers is actually Mm -hmm. like for my kids yeah and like I'm a woman that like has to figure it out like I have to work I have to like find success through mixers and so I've I've had like phases through being an entrepreneur because yeah there are a lot of like female founders around us but like 
we're all sprinting a million miles an hour. So it's not like every day I'm able to connect and like sit right. down with another yeah. woman and be like, do you feel this too? Like, and so I've had phases where like, I am just like super lonely feeling like I'm dropping the ball as a mom. I'm dropping the ball as a friend. I'm like so focused on my business, but like I have to, cause I have to pull this off and like just those pressures and it does feel very isolating and it, it, it has felt like I just am not doing a good job anywhere. And then you're like, who understands this? And do my kids understand it? You know? And I've also just in my journey with mixers, like I've had phases where like, yeah, we're a very prevalent like social media brand. Mm -hmm. But I've had phases where like, I'm so personally invested and involved in mixers, but like personally I'm not doing well. Like this has happened in phases where like I've had to like step out of being as much like as prevalent within the brand so that I can like take some space for myself because like while social media can be the best place, it can also be like the worst. And so like, yeah, I just, for sure, I believe in the power of social media for good. And I've also experienced when it's not for good and it's very lonely then too. Wow. Thank you for sharing that because I think that's a side that not all of us have the courage and it's okay too. It's okay. We all feel this, but that we all go through hard things Mm -hmm. and it's not always perfect and it's not always a party. (laughs) Like, um, what in those times, like what brings you back to center? Um, I feel like in those times, I know that I have certain things in my life that I have to maintain. Like I for sure have to maintain like my health. Number one thing is I'm like, I have to sleep and I have to move because on the days that you like barely want to get out of bed, it's like challenging yourself still like get up, get moving get yourself sweating a little bit and Mm -hmm. your perspective on your life is going to change in an hour. And it happens like every time, even if it only changes for an hour, at least Mm -hmm. it's like a better outlook for that hour, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But like for me, when I have those like lonely, hard, uh, self doubt times, I have a few things like sleep and exercise Mm-hmm. Time with quality friends, leaning into my kids and like developing those friendships, um, leaning into God mm-hmm. for sure. Kind of just like handing it all over and being like, I for sure don't know what I'm doing. So I just guess I'll just hand it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, those are must. Like I just have, thank goodness, like some really core people in my life that like ride or die. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad the times are going to get, like, where they're linked. Like, arm in arm. It's my best friends. Like, never waver. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's nice when you have those people that, like, know your heart, know your soul, know your story, know you. That just, like, can buoy you up when you can't, like, lift yourself up. So. Oh. Everyone thinks I'm just <laughs> this, like... I'm, I am like, I'm very happy. I'm full of joy. I'm excited. I have so much fun. I love to be like, live a vibrant life. Like, 
I'm also just a woman running a business that's like really hard. I'm responsible for 35 employees that like it's all women that their life is really hard. I'm a mom. I'm trying to do my best as a mom going through like personal things that are really hard. And it's like, I, I'm also just, I'm just a woman, like literally trying to do my best, trying to be kind while I go about it. You're doing that beautifully. Oh, and, and note that I didn't say perfectly. You're the, the, hu- the human part of you oh. and the very real part of you. Just know that if you're listening to this and you feel like you're having a day like how Jess describes, or you feel like this every day and you mm-hmm. feel like you're just not showing up or like you're not able to be the perfect person in every area. Mm-hmm. You have permission to be human. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Men, women, every, all of us. Mm-hmm. We we are all just on a journey. And it's a beautiful journey because have you ever watched a movie and just like, I don't know, a Disney movie where there wasn't some sort of divot in the story that made the end so much better? Like, mm-hmm. That it was just perfect the entire time. There would be no... Mm-hmm. It, the lows make the highs so beautiful. We were having the same thought. I love that we were having the same thought. Are we so, having like... Yeah, we're so vibing. Like, <laughs> we're vibing. So, two things. I think as humans, we need to give ourselves a lot more grace. Like, Amen. so much more <laughs> grace. Like, I completely agree. Men. So then let's do it. Everyone. <laughs> we're meeting everyone. My other thought was, I don't know if you, well, actually, yeah, you already expressed that you have felt this. And I also want to know a lot more about your coma. (laughs) I didn't know that. I want to know everything. I think something like while you're in the lows of lows and like you feel like you've hit rock bottom and then Mm -hmm. somehow you like go 10 feet deeper than rock bottom (laughs) and you're like, how? And anyway, I have found to have gratitude for those times because mm-hmm. when you come out of it and you can like reflect back yeah um or like if you're just on the journey out of it and like sometimes you slump back down into it but like you have the ability to like see the I don't know I I guess what I'm trying to say is see how you came out of it the yeah, last they, time that it showed you that you got out of it yes yeah. and then I have gratitude for like the lows because there's so much to learn. Oh yeah. Like I am like, I've never had this emotion before. I've never felt this before, but then I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. And now when someone comes to me and is expressing an emotion that they're feeling for the first time, I might be Mm -hmm. able to relate and hopefully empathize or have compassion Mm -hmm. and like a totally different understanding than I did before. And it's, it's, when you're in a low, low, it's hard to find things <laughs> to be grateful for. But mm-hmm. I do find that, like, rock bottom, lowest places I've ever been, worst I've ever felt, those times when I can, like, remind myself of even one thing that even then I'm grateful for, it's like... Doesn't it just bump yeah. you up, like... Yes. A little bit at a time. Yeah, and 
I feel like people get so annoyed by people being like, you always have something to be grateful for. Like they think it's You're so like, annoying. My life sucks right now. But like <laughs> there always is. Even if you're grateful that day that like I don't know, someone gave you a Kit Kat and it like was the best part of your day and the only good thing. Like there's I feel like no matter what, there is something you can find to be grateful for. Oh, and I it can change agree. your whole perspective on yeah, that day mm-hmm. or your life or anyway. Oh, I love that. You know, that's like the highest operating frequency. Yeah, I actually do know that. Because like when you're feeling guilty or sad, you're mm-hmm. you're you're lower. You're on here on this on the scale. Yeah. Like I I love when people practice keeping and maintaining like a gratitude journal. I really feel like I should just that's a reminder. Mm-hmm. I I'm learning I from am. this conversation. I'm like, okay. All these things, like, a mm. lot of it. But I was like, mm-hmm. so I have gratitude to that because, like, you know, recently I had a hard day. I'll yeah. be real. Like, I had a really hard day. Um, And I wrote a little list down. Mm-hmm. And I did feel better. And yeah. I was like, I have an amazing bed. Oh, I I, <laughs> I have water. Like, literally, like, a hundred pack from Costco. I have access to that. Just... I have it. I have access to it. I have a warm home. Mm-hmm. I mean, to name so many things, I'm like, I am grateful for the people around me. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for the fact that I will get out of this because mm-hmm. I know I will. Yeah. And I'm grateful for the hard times. It's hard to be grateful for the hard times, too. Yeah. Because, yeah, like you said, it really highlights when you get out, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, the gratitude in how much growth or like how I got out of that yeah I think we need to get out of thinking of ourselves like when when things are really hard or really bad or or when things are really good I think it's so healthy for us to um think outside of ourselves like I've been doing I'm we're we're not consistent every day but myself and a friend we challenge ourselves to send a gratitude text every day oh cute I love that and it's so nice to like Think of these amazing relationships you have, whether it's friends, whether it's a coworker, yeah. whether it's a neighbor that you never talk to, an, an aunt that you never see. Yeah. It's so good to like get outside of yourself and get outside of your own head and express gratitude for someone else and what they have done or what you miss about them or what is, you know, something you see them doing through social media that you're paying attention to. And I think getting outside of our our own problems is so healthy, too. Oh, I love that. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Um, I I love to ask this question. I'll change it a little bit for this conversation. Um, I typically ask a question. Those who have listened to the podcast before know the question. Um, I typically ask, what would you tell younger Jess from this perspective? And then what would you tell Jess in the moment of difficulty? What would I tell younger Jess? It's okay if sometimes you feel that like you're the only one that has your own back. It's okay. Like you got it. That's what I would tell my younger self. And what was the second part? What would you tell Jess? Maybe like, I don't, I don't know. But, like, the last time that you mm-hmm. had a really rough day, what yeah. would you tell her? Um, that I believe in myself. 
and that I know that I have the ability to overcome hard things and struggles and challenging times and like having a good sense of self is very important and I know that I believe in myself and like to not let that go dim. This woman has so much light in her eyes. <laughs> good thing it's in 4K. <laughs> uh, you are just a beautiful, radiant person. And thank human. you. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. And um, just one last thing I feel really like I should say. And I feel so, I feel so uplifted and grateful for this conversation I just want whoever's listening to this, I know they're, they're listening to this. I want every person who can hear the sound of my voice. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that you are not alone. When you feel like you're alone, you have so much amazing potential in you. Mm-hmm. Life is going to be beautiful because you you are not ordinary. You're not an afterthought. You are not somebody without worth. You are extremely, extremely worthy mm-hmm. of every good thing that you want out of this life, and you deserve it. I give you permission to to be graceful with yourself and to take care of yourself, to fill your own cup, and to give yourself the love that you deserve because you are your best friend for this life. And people around you are so lucky to know you, to be around you, and you have incredible things in your life, and you deserve every last experience and feeling. Um, I hope that you took to heart everything that was shared in this episode. I'm so grateful for Jess. Thank you for everything that you are. For who you are in every level and every experience or level that you perceive best or however you rank yourself, all of it is amazing. Thank you. And I want to wrap this Tesla in like a bubble (laughs) and like stay in here forever. Like. It's just a happy place in here. Oh my gosh. I mean, we've we've got mixers. (laughs) You create, you really do create like a good little happy hive in here. Oh, I love it. It's been so fun. And also, make sure you check out Jess and mixers. Get yourself some of these. Come hang out. It's always a party. I feel like the ingredient in here is, oh, fun. So I thought you literally knew the ingredient <laughs> panel. I'm like, she. I talked to Cody before this. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon, guys. Okay, thanks bye. for having me. Thanks for being here. Talkie, 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 talkie.